Welcome to Meaning Over Money, a different kind of financial podcast where money is never about money. Welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are so excited to have you here. We hope you're having an awesome week. And regardless of when you're listening to this, we hope it adds value to your journey. And if it does add value, it would mean the world to us if you would share with a friend or to rate and review our show. It makes a big difference. We get a lot of feedback. I get a lot of texts and DMs from people in my life. Some people I know, some people I don't know. And I think there's a, I think there's a couple different themes of questions that I receive over the course of time. And I think it's somewhat a byproduct of, of living a bit more public life and sharing some of these stories that are sometimes I think kind of intimate. You know, I'll have people that come up to me that I'll, I'll see them in the grocery store or, you know, just somewhere in town and they'll reference something in my life that I'm like, how did you know that? And they'll say, well, you talked about it on your podcast. And I'm like, oh, shoot, I don't remember talking about that. So, I mean, I think maybe it's a byproduct of, of being a little bit more transparent about some of this stuff. But I get a lot of feedback and questions. And one of the questions I've probably gotten the most in the almost three years since I left my company, and, and maybe for some context, um, and, and I've, I've talked about it a few times, but almost three years ago, uh, I left my career. I took a 90% pay cut with a wife that stays at home, and I had two two-and-a-half-year-old twins and uh, decided to, to leave my career and transition into something totally different and essentially start over on the income side. And so one of the questions that, that comes over and over and over again is, Travis, why would you do that? Why would you make such a decision? And, and I've had questions. I've actually had the criticism of other people saying, Travis, what you're doing is irresponsible. It's dangerous. You're being a bad husband, a bad father. These things actually get said to me. And the, what they're insinuating is that by not making as much money, I'm not taking care of my family that I'm not being a good husband, I'm not being a good father, that my kids deserve better, my kids deserve more, my wife deserves more. And so I get these questions all the time. And a lot of times they're, they're innocent. Like people are genuinely interested at times. I'm not trying to make it sound like everyone's attacking me. They're not. But I do get this question a lot. Something, something I used to do, I used to travel a lot. And there was a season where I was going to the Middle East a lot, in Europe and in Asia. And so I would be gone for blocks of time, and this was when my kids were, were babies. And I love traveling. I love traveling for work. I always enjoyed that part of the job. But there was also this piece where I was leaving my, my, my wife and my, my babies. And so I started to do this thing where every time I traveled, I would always buy a postcard for my kids. Everywhere I went, I would buy a postcard of the place I was going to, and then I would write a little message on it. Um, sometimes I'd share a funny story about my trip and just say, I love you guys. Uh, you mean the world to me. I can't wait to see you. And I would, I would bring that postcard home. They're too young. I couldn't mail it to them. They were babies. And I would bring it home and I would put it in this one spot. And I would just kind of collect these over time. And so there was this, I would just do this over and over and over again, every trip I went on. And, and it just kind of became a tradition that I really enjoyed. And if, if I, at least if I was going to be gone for a handful of nights, at least I could give this to them and that I could show them later that 
I cared and I loved them and I, I thought about them and I missed them. And so there was this one particular trip, though, and it was a trip in which I was on the doorstep of, of resigning from my job. And I was in Florida. I don't even remember where I was in Florida, but I was on a, it was a day trip. I remember I got up at like 3 a.m. I flew to Florida. I had this pitch that I was doing on behalf of my company. And then I flew back that night and I got back home late at night. And I was, as I was on the plane, I had my postcard. I had bought it at the airport and I was filling out the postcard. And I realized that there just wasn't enough room on the postcard for what needed to be said that night. And so instead, I took out a piece of paper and I wrote a longer letter instead. And so I have the postcard, but then I also had this other thing that I wrote to my boys. And my boys are five years old right now. And so they're still not ready to like fully understand this, but I wrote this for them. And I call it my open postcard to my kids uh, that I might as well share to the world. And I think this answers the question. I think this gets to the heart of why would I do such a thing? Why would my wife and I decide that I'm the only income in the family and that I would take a 90% pay cut when we have these two little boys that we still need to raise? And so I want to read this postcard to you. And so I have it on my computer screen here, and I'm just going to read it, and then we'll go from there. Boys, I took a day trip to Fort Lauderdale today. I didn't think you'd even notice I left, but Mom told me Pax was really upset that I wasn't home this morning. Something about him sitting on the stairs, pouting and shouting nonsense. The story was equal parts hilarious and sad. I just wish I had a video clip of it. This is a special trip for me. Not special like all the Middle East trips, the Southeast Asia trips, the New York trips, or the ones where I get to experience once-in-a-lifetime events. Special because tomorrow I'm going to leave my job. I wish I could tell you that adults don't get scared. I wish I could tell you everything always works out exactly the way we think it will. I wish I could tell you it's always easy to make the decision you know in your heart is right. Unfortunately, that's not the case. Most things worth pursuing in life are going to be scary. It's not going to go exactly how you think it will, and it's not going to be easy. Honestly, though, that's what makes life awesome. If I were to make a different decision tomorrow, life would probably look a lot different for us. Money would never be an issue for us again. We would never go without. We could buy you everything the world says you deserve. We could go on amazing and exotic vacations. We could live the life so many believe is the recipe for happiness and the definition of success. But here's the truth. You deserve better than all of this. You deserve better than the big house, the fancy cars, a private education, mountains of gifts, and exotic vacation. Here's what you deserve. You deserve a father who is fully present, fully patient, and fully loving. I will never be perfect, but I promise to be the best version of me I can be. You deserve to see what it looks like for a man to boldly follow God's calling in his life, no matter how scary or countercultural it may seem. You deserve to learn money doesn't buy happiness, but rather happiness comes from love, faith, and contentment. 
You deserve to witness what it looks like to follow your dreams, live with passion, and trust that God is ultimately in control. You deserve to see and feel firsthand what sacrificial generosity in the face of financial uncertainty looks like. You deserve to experience what a united mom and dad team can accomplish if they honor God and honor each other. You deserve the freedom and encouragement to find your gifts, talents, and passions and learn how to use them to serve God's kingdom. Lastly, you deserve someone in your life who will model these behaviors and decisions with their actions, not just with their words. Someday when you're old enough, I hope you're proud of me. I hope you see how God worked through this decision and this situation. I hope a time comes in your life, a scary and important time, when you too get to make a decision that will forever change the trajectory of your life. Not a decision for the pursuit of worldly wealth or power or respect, but rather a decision for the pursuit of God, your dreams, and your passions. I love you guys, and believe it or not, you inspire me more than I will ever be able to inspire you. Thank you for that, Daddy. So that's it. That's the letter I wrote to them. And someday, when they, when they can understand, I, I'd like to share that with them. And, I mean, maybe the question is, like, how, how is that played out? Um, you know, I, I referenced in this letter that it was scary. And I, I remember how scared I was. I was terrified. And, like, every day before I, I put in my resignation, I kept asking myself, do I really want to do this? Am I sure I really want to do this? Isn't there a better way? Isn't there something different? I remember having that, that self-talk with myself. And then even after I put my resignation and I had that same conversation, like, I can still change my mind. I can, I can do something different. And I just remember, like, that, that fear was so real for me. And it's interesting to read that letter and, and, and feel how scared I was at the time. And I think after having nearly three years to, to look back on and reflect how has it actually played out? It's been harder than I thought it was going to be. Honestly, it's harder. Um, I don't even know how to even frame that up. I don't, I did, I'm not going to say I thought it would be easy. I didn't think that. But completely shifting your entire career and, 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 and just stepping away from the financial rewards of of a career that you've spent so much time working on and stepping away from coworkers that you really cared about and a job that was super awesome and a position that I think carried a lot of respect or, you know, status, if you will, that was hard. And, and trying to piece a business together and starting from scratch and, and building something totally different. It's really hard. And, I've failed more probably in the last three years than I probably failed in the 15 years combined before that. And that's a humbling thing. And so maybe the question, you know, in hindsight then is, was it worth it? And, and I can honestly say it was worth it more than I ever could have imagined it being worth it. It was harder than I thought it was going to be. It still is harder than I thought it was going to be. But I would say it's 
way more worth it than I ever thought it could be. And to be able to, to wake up every day and to know that you are living out your purpose, to be excited for what you're about to do, and to, to have the freedom to change my mind. And, and some people say, Travis, how do you know you want to do this for the rest of your life? And to which I say, I don't. I may wake up a year from now and I'll say, hey, I need to go back. I want to go back and work where I used to work. I could totally see that happening at some point in my journey. It was an awesome job with awesome people. I could totally see myself doing something completely different at some point in life. And so I don't ever want to think that I've figured out what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. I figured out what I'm doing right now and what I think I will be doing for a good chunk of time, but we'll see. And the other thing I've learned over that time is that it changes. What I do now, it's kind of what I thought I was going to do, but in a lot of ways, it's totally different. It's totally different, and I love that. I love the uncertainty. I love the, the unknown. And there's this piece also where where people would, would say to me, you know, Travis, you never had to think about money. You know, you had enough money. And, and now, I mean, it seems like, you know, it's a little bit more uncertain to which I say it is. And I kind of like that. I kind of like knowing I have to figure it out. I kind of like knowing that if I serve people well and do the right things for the right reasons, it will work out. But if I don't, it won't. And there's something very intense and scary about that, but I, I really like that. And I'm not saying it's for everybody. I'm not saying everybody should do this. But as I reflect on this letter and I reflect on what I wanted to model for my children and my family, I can honestly say that it's what I did. And I said in there towards the end, I said, I hope you're proud of me someday. And that part really got me. I hope they are proud of me. I hope that they see what I did, and I hope that they look at that and they, they recognize there is more to try, than trying to just earn the most money possible. There is more than pursuing these other things. And I'm a little scared. In, in one regard, I want my kids to, to pursue their giftedness and their passions with reckless abandon. I really want that. On the other hand, that's scary because it means they might fail. It means they might fall flat on their face. It means they might get hurt. And as a parent, like, ugh, I don't, I'm not ready for that. I'm not equipped for that, so I need to figure out how to. I need to surround myself with people that can help me with that. But I do want my kids to, to think about this, and I really want them to consider what their life could and should look like. And I don't want to be a parent where I say, this is what it needs to be. You know, the other day I asked my boys what they want to be when they grow up. And, and one of them said, I want to be a podcaster with you, Dad, which kind of, kind of touched me. Um, and then the other one said, I want to be in 21 Pilots. <laughs> so, so. Uh, I, I had to break it to him, or I didn't break it to him, but uh, 21 Pilots might be really old by the time uh, he gets there. So maybe, maybe he'll, uh, he'll, he'll uh, do a, a 21 Pilots tribute band or something. But that, it's funny. I love the heart of children of 
everything is possible. Everything is on the table, and even to be in 21 Pilots, a two-man band. I love, I love that about my, my son. And so, I don't know. I, I just thought I'd share that today and just kind of give you a glimpse into where I was at. Because I think there's a lot of people that have reached out that are at this inflection point or, or seeming inflection point where there's a decision to be made or not be made. And I always say not making a decision is still making a decision. And I think people are wrestling with this in their own life. And, and, and my reasons are different than your reasons, but I think we have reasons. I think there's something in us that's pulling us in a direction. And not everybody and not all the time, but some of you, some of us, are wrestling with a really, a really intense and profound decision in our lives. Maybe it's financial, maybe it's career, maybe it's relational. But I think the way we're programmed is we're programmed to not move. We're programmed to not change because change is scary, change is unknown. And even if our current reality is not great, at least we know what it is. When I was at my old job, I knew what it was. It was kind of cool. So this idea of jumping into something totally different was scary because I don't know, what was that going to look like? How bad was I going to fail? Was my family going to be homeless? But I think that's the beauty in it, that it's not the end of the story. And, and as one of my friends so eloquently put it when, when I was just deep in my fear, he said, Travis, what's the worst that can happen? You, fa- you failed terribly and you just come back and work here. I'm like, hmm, well, they'll have me, but interesting point. Even even my worst-case scenario wasn't terrible. It wasn't the end of the world. And so, I don't know. I hope that I hope that helps somebody. You know, there's there's a lot of people that have asked this question, why would I do that? Why would somebody do that? That's my reason. And um I hope you find yours. Or at least gain enough clarity in yours so that you can make an honest decision with yourself and your spouse if, if you're married. But to, to make a clear decision and to know you're making the right decision for the right reasons and that fear is not the reason. That fear of failure, fear of the unknown, fear of less money, fear of a, of a less materialistic life, fear of you fill in the blank. I hope that's not what's stopping you. Because at least if you can get it all out on the table, You can make an honest decision with yourself and whether you decide to make a move or not make a move, at least you know why. At least you know why you made that decision. And then you can gain peace and comfort in knowing that you made the best decision possible for your life and then you can just move on. You don't dwell on it and play the what if game. I don't know about you, I play the what if game. So I hope that helps. That's all I have for today. would love to hear your feedback. If you'd love to connect with us outside of the podcast, we would really enjoy hearing from you. We'd love to hear your feedback on this episode or just any feedback. Honestly, we love your feedback. You can find us on Instagram, uh, Meaning Over Money. You can find me, Travis Shelton, on Instagram. We now have a, a Facebook community for the podcast where listeners can discuss podcast episodes, give feedback, meet each other. You can find that on Facebook just by typing in Meaning Over Money podcast community. We're really excited about this. We have listeners in over 40 countries, nearly every state. And so I think we're bound to meet some really new and interesting people in our life. And so we'd love for you to hop into that community. 
Uh, you can find us on YouTube. And of course, you can find Meaning Over Money, which is our financial course for young adults, where we teach young adults how to live for the meaning and not for the money. And that's at meaningover.money. And as a podcast listener, please don't pay full price. If you decide to buy a course, you can get 25% off by using the promo code PODCAST25, PODCAST25. And if that's not for you, that's okay. We're just glad that you're here, and we hope this podcast continues to add value to your journey. Take care, guys. Bye.